all of a sudden we just hear this loud blood curdling scream. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Bad Times Good Stories Podcast. My name is Joe Flanders. I hope you are having a terrific week. I am. I got to go to a nice alumni function from my college, the North Carolina School of the Arts, and it was really great. Great reconnecting with people, great meeting other alums. Um, If you are at all interested in the arts, whether that's film or dance or drama or visual arts or music, I highly suggest you check them out. It's this awesome little arts conservatory in the South that uh, it's unlike anywhere else that I've seen. It's, it's a really cool place. So again, that's the North Carolina School of the Arts. Check it out. Uh, I'm excited today to talk with Caroline Georges. She's somebody I've known for a couple of years now. We met at an improv class here in L.A., which I admit is the most L.A. way to meet somebody. Um, but she's a, she's a really great person. She's interesting. She's had a, a, a really interesting story. She is a dancer at a gentleman's club. Uh, she's a stripper, is what we're saying here. She has some really crazy stories, uh, really funny stories, about the people that she's worked with at the club as well as the patrons of the club, and she's happy to open up and talk all about it. So I really appreciate her coming over to do that. Caroline also has her own podcast called the Manic Pixie Dream Podcast. Uh, It's really great. It's led to some really interesting conversations. Uh, It's sort of a female empowerment podcast where she talks with women and men about uh, current events and other such issues that pertain to uh, women's rights and women empowerment. So I definitely suggest you check that out. Again, that's the Manic Pixie Dream Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give us that five-star rating on iTunes. It just makes me so happy to read the comments and, and know that people are enjoying the show. So if you could do that, that'd be great. You can also check out badtimesgoodstoriespod.com for past episodes, merch, and a link to the Patreon. And you can email me at badtimesgoodstoriespodcast at gmail.com and share some of your bad times that hopefully make for good stories. That's all I've got for now. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Caroline Georges. All right, we are rolling. Okay. How are you doing? Good. Yeah? Yes. Fantastic. I, we we got to take our Christmas stuff down, huh? It's getting to be that point where it's sad. What Christmas stuff? I don't see anything. Oh, Well, no, there's right. the tree right there. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and just all the, the stuff. Well, I like the lights. Well, you don't have any lights up, but I like the streamers. And yeah. I always like the lights. I think those are like, that can be a year-round thing, and I don't mind. The, the white lights, I, I agree. You oh, know? but the multicolored Even colored lights. ones. Colored it, ones, too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love, like, Christmas decorations, but then it gets to a point where I, I just it makes me sad because it's uh, like, you know, it's over. <laughs> you know what the most beautiful Christmas lights I've ever seen were? Where? The what? McDonald's Christmas tree, Christmas lights. Really? It's like the yellow and red. And I don't know why. I just really love that color combination. Yeah. And 
the Christmas lights that they used, which I guess are kind of sacrilegious because I mean, I guess Jesus likes green and red and <laughs> gold. Those are the Christmas colors. Right. How did those become the colors? And so yeah, McDonald's, I think, um, didn't honor the time honored tradition of those uh, colors, but I thought that Christmas, the lights that they use are really beautiful. And I thought that would be, yeah. I don't know. That color combination <laughs> is nice. Well, um, yeah, I'm excited to have you on. Obviously, I've I've known you for a bit. We met at uh, improv class a couple we of years did. ago. You said you've got some uh, some stories for this show. So what uh, what did you want to talk about? Um, <laughs> from my young, the tender age of eighteen, I started working as a dancer on and off. Okay. At gentlemen gentlemen's clubs. Okay. Um. So the. <laughs> um, for very sheltered people, that means I'm a stripper. <laughs> <Okay>. And <laughs> I've worked. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah. And so I guess um, you meet interesting people doing that for sure. I would um, imagine. Yeah. Interesting women, interesting uh, uh, bouncers, interesting uh, managers, interesting waitresses, and interesting um, men. Mm-hmm. And some women. Yeah. What is the breakdown of like men to women who are coming to the clubs um women are all awful clients they're really? the oh they're um across the board i mean look i mean i don't want to like say awful things about women but women yeah. um who go to strip clubs um are i kind of like oh well feminism is not a thing like oh, okay. <laughs> feminism doesn't isn't real they're not supporting I don't know how to have, yeah um well yeah because they don't spend money um they're yeah. there kind of ironically right. um, i want to say there are like women that go there they're down to have a good time and they want to like you know hang out and party with with you and stuff and sure. they want to do dances and they want you know to get you know their friends and their or their boyfriend dances and stuff and they are there to have a really great time and stuff but just um 99 of the women that go into strip clubs are there to not do that and um i see yeah yeah so you try to avoid them like the plague well yeah i mean uh you just don't talk to them um yeah. or uh if they i mean I, I i'm not very nice about it um uh, if women come and they sit at the stage and they're not spending money and they're there with their boyfriend, then I will just give their boyfriend all the attention in the world. <laughs> sure, yeah. I, um, and I will use all of my feminine wiles to make <laughs> that man like have a really good time. Good. Probably yeah. sitting right next to his fucking girlfriend <laughs> who's broke ass, um, <laughs> won't put money down on the stage for an, uh, a woman while she's, you know, working really hard to get her boyfriend's dick hard for her. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah. So I, what do you look for? Like who's the ideal client? Like what, when you like see X type of person and I know we're generalizing, but, uh, uh, you know, what, what are you like? Oh, this is probably go well. Um, well, you know, I think it's a lot about reading vibes, honestly, yeah. it's just like, it's meeting people kind of how you would any, any place and stuff. And so sometimes guys will come in and I'm just like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to talk to them. I don't think they're, and I, I don't. And then they end up not spending money or they end up being like a problem or something. And then I'm like, I glad I followed my, my intuition that that yeah. those vibes weren't good. But, um, mostly it's like, uh, yeah, young, good-looking guys. I charge double because oh. they don't want to pay <laughs> for dances right. and stuff. So that's kind of um, and which I think actually gets some success and stuff for some mm-hmm. reason. And so yeah. um, I, uh, but you know, like older, middle-aged guys, nondescripts, sure, you know, lawyers, uh, company 
people, you know, uh, people with hard jobs and stuff who... Yeah, just want to relax. Yeah, exactly. I know, I'm sure that I put off a very awkward vibe the few times that I've been to a strip club. Yeah. I I, I don't know how common that is, but for me, it's just... As long as you're polite (laughs) and stuff, I think it's fine. And I think most guys don't really know what to do when they go there. And um, I I mean, the the scene has really changed a lot because of Mm. the laws and that sort of thing. But at the same time, like I, um, I hate to say like incel, like, but I think that a a big number of the clientele are guys that can't get girlfriends, guys that can't, um, that have, that are awkward around women and stuff. And so I think like strip clubs are a safe space for them to go and get that kind of attention and spend some money and sort. Um, so I guess, uh, I think for the most part, like, um, but I guess, an, an incel is definitely going to be a character in my <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> okay. that story. <laughs> so, um, okay. So uh, within this world, what story do you have to share? Um, <laughs> I have, well, I have a few. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I have my like the last night I'll ever work a deja vu story, which is not, um, uh, but then I have the other, another story, which is like, um, just this crazy night where like, I think like five or six just insane things happened like in a row from okay. eight o'clock till four in the morning. Um, cool. so it's, I could tell both or, um, or, yeah, let's go with both. Okay. So deja vu. Don't ever go there. So that um, is a club. Is it in LA? It is. Uh, yeah, they're, they're a chain. They're all kind of all over the place. Um, they, uh, well, I won't get into their, their secrets, sure. but, um, but Yes, they get a lot of money from Saudi Arabia. Oh, and uh, hmm. so they have. <laughs> I wish they have a club there. <laughs> believe it or not. Um, so, so international brands. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, and so yeah, so uh, Deja Vu is pretty crooked. Um, and uh, but at the same time, like a lot of businesses in LA are. I mean, I've always been. And that's kind of what's so shocking about like. We're, I mean, what I mean, what you learn working at a strip club is when you like when you're you know you hang out or you spend time with you know, men in these positions and they start talking about, um, what they do and stuff is just like, everyone's a fucking criminal. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, but. Okay. uh, So you were at deja vu. Okay. And then, um, you know, parks and recreation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, Mona Lisa or Jenny Slate's character. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. So there was three of them. Oh God. Yeah. And I, um, (laughs) these were coworkers or, uh, patrons. These were girls that were there. Okay. And, oh dear God. Yeah. It was, it was, um, actually like, it was terrifying. I was, um, I don't know what the, what legally, if I had called the cops, what this, what it would would have been, Mm -hmm. but these three girls like cornered me in the bathroom and I was locked in a stall for like 30 minutes. Holy shit. Them in this bathroom. I know. And they were like talking to me and stuff. And then one of them eventually got dances with me later and stuff. <laughs> like, she locked you in the bathroom? To, to, it, was, it was really, okay. So this, it was just, they were like super drunk, super fucked up. Yeah. Like, I don't know. One of them was definitely on like E or heroin or something. Two of them were, but the two of the three were definitely coked out. And yeah. Like, you know, um, and, um, so I went into the restroom and uh, they were in there. And mm. then a girl turned to me and she was like, how much are dances? And I was like, they're $40. 
And she was like, I, somebody told me they were 20. And it's like, well, I'm going to charge you 40. Because <laughs> right. um, I don't have to dance for you for $20 right. if I don't want to. Yeah. And just judging on who you are and how you address me, I'm going to charge you 40. Right, yeah. And um, <laughs> and so she was, so they're like, so they talked amongst themselves and they're like, it's 20. She'll do it. And, like, and then they kind they of decided, decided it would be 20. <laughs> that, and then they're, they're going to make an issue of it. And so I was like, I'm just going to go use the bathroom. They'll leave and stuff. But they like stuck around in the bathroom and like, I was just like, do I leave? And then the girl like started banging on the door and she like was, I am just a single bisexual woman. What's your deal? Like it was just like, um, because I don't want to dance with her for $20. And it's just, um, but, um, anyways, I just, um, we got into like a fight. Really? About $20. I know. It was like, I've never fought with a female client. You know what I mean? Like she was a male client and like haggling and making like a deal with this fucking bitch. And and so like, um, I eventually got, I think I got her up to like over a hundred. Cause I wasn't gonna like, no, I'm not, not even for 40, not for 60. No, you could do it for a hundred. Give me a hundred. And then I need a $20 tip. And then so they were like, and I don't, I'm surprised. Like they were just going to make it happen, you know? And it was just, I don't know. But it was definitely like she thought she was putting me in her, like in my place or right. something or like she was showing me who's boss because she finally got me to agree to do like a single lap dance with her for $120. <laughs> and um, but it's just, yeah, that was kind of. Um, How was that dance? Was um, it awkward after being like berated and yelled at? I st- I, t- I tried to stay away from her. I didn't touch her and I didn't let her touch me okay. and stuff. But she was just being like all creepy and like, oh, that ass. <laughs> so I was like, oh, your tits. And, and it's just, okay. Like, I, all right. All right. Well, that's uh, do um, people try and, uh, is there a lot of haggling? With dances and stuff, it's just I can't imagine bartering with that. Like to me, it's like if I was there and you said the price, I would just go all right. Yeah. You know, like I can't imagine haggling over yeah. like and I think, dances. I mean, I think that's kind of. I mean, if um, um, I mean, it's it's you're making a sale and right. stuff, and so um, the club will set you know a price that yeah. you have to charge this amount of minimum, and the club will take a, a percentage out of that. Right. Um, but you can charge however much you want mm-hmm. and stuff. And so sometimes if like a guy comes over and he's like sleazy or creepy or weird, and I just don't want to dance with him, I'll say like a hundred dollars for a lap dance. And he'll usually be like, Oh no, I'm not going to spend that much right. for a lap dance. But then sometimes they'll, they'll agree to it and stuff. And so, yeah. And then it's worth it, yeah. you know, for that price. Right. Um, yeah, that's just, I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine haggling. Uh, you know, it's like you're at a swap meet or something, you know, like this is, this isn't like a haggling situation to me. I can't imagine mm-hmm. like people, I don't mean from your standpoint, but I mean like if some, if you, if somebody asks you a price and you say 50, I wouldn't be like, how about 4250? You know, like it happens all the time. They do it all the time. I think like guys that are like uh, lifers at, at strip clubs and stuff, kind uh, of like other clubs, you know, they can kind of do that and stuff. Yeah. But um, it's mostly like the good looking guys. They, okay. they, they're the ones that want to like, that'll try and go as low as they can, you know? I see. And, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So so then there was a, a crazy night. Yes. Okay. All right. So it was Cinco de Mayo. Okay. Or it was the Day of the Dead. It was. I I probably <laughs> I should have done my research on when the date was, but I remember what the date was was because. Um, so I'm gonna use like 
fake names for the fake names of the dancers because I mean some of them are actually like still working sure. and um and do you know um uh, I love fake names. Yeah. So right. uh, so I'll call um I just need to like figure out like a stripper name <laughs> based off of another stripper name. Mm. So um Okay. Uh so <laughs> Mary isn't a good stripper name, but I'll just say there's this, Mary. Fr- there's this French stripper named Mary. Sure. <laughs> um, really down to earth. <laughs> yes. Good old really. Mary. Yeah. And so Mary, um, she, you know, um, uh, is really, really nice. She's like the kind of girl. She's like a world traveler. She has like, like tattoos in like different languages and like, all sure. these, yeah, she's, a, so she's definitely like a free spirit. And so she did the whole like Cinco de Mayo or, uh, Day of the Dead thing, and so she came in with like face paint, with like the skull and crossbones. Right, the skull, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so she came in later. Um, so I I showed up early that day. I forget why, but I was there around like eight o'clock, right when they start for the night shift. And yeah. so there's me and one other girl there, uh, Jessica, who um, who's like a nursing student. So she comes in early to do homework, and she'll like put on makeup and kind of take her time, and then mm. she'll go on the floor like you know, 10 or 11. Yeah. And, um, so she and I were there and just kind of, so we were kind of talking and, and then there was another girl on the floor who, um, she looks like Tyra Banks. She talks like Tyra Banks. She acts like Tyra Banks. And she, her stage name is Tyra. And, uh, and so Tyra was on the floor and, um, I, and so Jessica and I are talking Yeah. and, all of a sudden, we just hear this loud, blood-curdling scream. Oh, God. Just, like, blaring through the, the entire club. Like, over the music and everything? You yeah, can hear it? Oh, it wow. Yeah, it was just... Um, and we were just like, what the fuck was that? Like, somebody was just murdered. We're, like, all freaking out. Like, the manager goes to go check it out and stuff. We're all looking around trying to figure out what this, where this scream was coming from. Yeah. Um, so we determined it was of the paranormal. Oh, um, so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's, um, oh. a very common um, direction um, or in the mind of, of strippers. Really? Why <laughs> so, is that? Yeah, I don't know. It's just <laughs> the way we think. <laughs> it's instantly about paranormal. <laughs> yeah, no, <it's, laughs> Checks out. <laughs> yeah, so um, it was a banshee. It was totally a banshee. Okay. It was... Um, <laughs> it was a scream from the beyond. Oh, and, wow. Um, I know. So that started out our night. <laughs> okay. Um, and so we're so like, so we're like all just like, you know, like crazy shocked and stuff. And so Tyra is just like, goodbye. I'm going. She's like packing up all her shit. She just stops like, mid dance. She's like, yeah. She's just like, I'm not like, this is not good for, I'm not hanging out. Not I, fucking is, with demons. Yeah. This, if there, there's going to be a shooting here later, I know it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was just, she was just, um, okay. if, you, if you need me, I'll be at Deja Vu Commercial Street. Like she was, I'll be there. And, um, so yeah, so that's so uh, Jessica and I were there, and we were just kind of, and then so other girls start coming in, we're telling her like about this scream, and then so Emeralds, who's been like you know a stripper since she was seventeen, like she's okay. you know like the whole like groupie circuit, like she's you know in her forties now okay. and stuff, but she's still dancing and she still yeah. um, has that you know business side of you know she's actually I think she's somebody I think that you can really see her life and what she's kind of built um and from dancing and really see that there are some women that like support their children through private school and they support a business and she you know but this is um a big money maker for her and she Mm -hmm. has clients that have been like in her life for like 15 20 years wow okay yeah exactly and so um uh 
it's so so Emerald comes in and she's just like, oh yeah, I I've seen a ghost here a couple of times. It's a woman with like a veil over her head, and oh. so we're like, what? And so I mean, I'm a total believer. Like I was like, oh okay, so the woman with a veil over her head was um, upset about something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so um and so I downloaded the ghost app on my phone. There's a ghost app. There's a ghost app. It, okay. Yeah, it's and it um I honestly like I t- I t- I'm, I'm I check. I, I don't know about its credibility <laughs> sure. because um, I tried it in my apartment. Uh-huh. And if there's any place in my apartment that's haunted, it's definitely my bathroom. Mm. And so when I tried the ghost app in my apartment, it showed a ghost um, that like outside of my bathroom. And so it's mm. like if there's a ghost in my apartment, it's in my bathroom. It's not any other place else other than my bathroom. Man, so I don't think the app smell. is accurate. If ghosts can smell, they really did a disservice to themselves choosing the bathroom. Really? You know? Oh, because of... You oh, know. Okay, yeah. Uh, this would be a bummer if you're just locked in a bathroom for eternity. I know. Well, I think always they do wondered better. why ghosts stick around in the places that they do. But right. they... Yeah. Like, do they have a choice in it? Are I they know. Well, I mean, there? like, why would this... You know, why would a, a ghost want to stick around in a strip club, you know? Right. Exactly. Unless, especially, like, a woman with a veil over her head. You'd think it would be like a... Well, because some so a guy goes. One might think that this there was a bride who died at the strip club, <laughs> and now she's stuck there because she died there. I Maybe. don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I've yeah. I've derailed the story. So, so Emerald is like, oh yeah, like so like so we download the ghost app, and we're yeah. just like walking around the club like a group of us, like just trying to like just get it to work. It's just during the hours, so like everybody else is dancing, and you're just walking it's around. Like, like it's <laughs> it's still early. It's like around nine o'clock, so okay. it's not terribly busy. But yeah, there are clients there, and there are girls dancing, and then there's. <laughs> a group of us like doing like a ghost investigation <laughs> and um, don't mind us we're I, just uh, investigating. We're, like going into the vip areas and stuff and checking for like the ghosts and um but lo and behold on the ghost app the ghost that showed up was a woman with a veil over her head holy it was shit. the exact same thing that emerald described and wow. so we were like all freaking out and stuff and this is after like hearing like a scream right. and so um but yeah, but then I double checked the ghost app in my apartment, and I don't think it, I don't think it's right. Just but, a coincidence. Um, I, I think it's I think I that a know. ghost with a veil over her head is a pretty common. Um, That's true. I I think there's been a lot of those. Um, mm. But ooh, so what what happened next? Did you? <laughs> um, so we're just like all just like ah like and, um I uh so okay so going back to the incel, there's mm. this guy, and. I don't know how to describe him. He's like tall and skinny, like a really bad goatee and stuff and like greasy hair. Okay. And, um, and so he comes in, he never gets dances and stuff. I never forget the first time I met him. And I was like, you know, like I went up to him and I was just like, hi, like what's your name and stuff. And he was just like, so he and I talked for a minute and then he was just like, oh, I I don't get dances. I was here to talk. And it's like, oh, well, do you want to tip me for your time? And he's like, oh no, I can't. And he's like, but I just want you to know, I think you're really beautiful. And if you ever want to like, go out with me and stuff. I would love to take you out. And I'm just like, I mean, oh my God. I, I mean, I really cannot stand that. And it happens more often than, than not. And really? I'm, oh yeah. It's, it's awful guys go, go there to try and get girlfriends. And it's so pathetic. But I, um, anyways, not to, not to judge, but <laughs> I, I, yeah. Well, anyways. that's fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so anyways, I, I'm just kind of like, okay. And he's just like, well, here's the thing. Like I'm, I'm kind of a pickup artist <laughs> and, yeah, like, and, I, and I'm just immediately like, <laughs> oh, like really? I know because you have to 
I know, it. I know. Yeah, you have to like, pretend to be like, interested. Oh, don't you? I I just want you to know, I'm a I'm a pickup artist, <laughs> and it's oh, that explains everything. Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like you should say that, like like after you pick somebody up, right? And then yeah, tell that them, shouldn't be your pickup line. I know. Tell them just so you know, I I I'm a pickup artist. I'm pretty good at this. You, and so. I picked you up, and my terms worked. Yeah, got you. Um, so he's just like, just so you know, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a pickup artist, and I was like, like Hitch, <laughs> like Will Smith and Hitch. <laughs> You're a pickup artist. I'm not seeing it. Are you who this that, that movie is based off right. of? Yeah. Like how the how the mighty have fallen. Um, and uh, what did you say? I just 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 kind of like okay, like I don't know, like sure. sure. Um, but he keeps coming back you know and he's 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 a total regular like he'll be there you know maybe once or twice every month you know a couple times i'll see him there you know um and he'll just kind of hang out and like girls that are you know know him will just kind of not talk to him and leave him alone and ignore him and then the new girls will kind of you know go and talk to him and get their time wasted and stuff and um but he just kind of sits there and just like practices his pickup artistry (laughs) and (laughs) so um so later on the floor, mm-hmm. he he's there, yeah. and I'm ignoring him. Sure. And this is you know months months later. Yeah. And and this is the day that you know that we hear the banshee. Okay. So he's there that yeah. day, of course. Of course. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this other guy comes in, who's like this young dorky guy. Okay. You know, and um, oh God, what is what what did he say? I forget what it was, but I was just like. Hi, like, how's it going? And he was just like, it's going. And, you know, like, just something really, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Well, what's your name? And he was just like, why do you want to know? <laughs> what do you like? Just, you know, being really like odd, you know, just yeah. like, and it's, um, and so I'm just like, okay, you know, and just, um, he, kind of thinking he's being difficult. And so I go and leave him alone. And then maybe like 30 minutes later, another guy comes in and, like kind of young dorky looking guy okay. you know and i go up and s- say like hi how's it going and yeah. he was like it's going so it's the same, <laughs> it's thing? The same thing what is going on i don't know <laughs> it was like what? What? i don't know what's happening and it was just like <laughs> and then so um so i'm like so i go to go to the dressing room and i'm like these two guys did the exact same thing to me verbatim. And then like the other girl was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like They're saying the exact same things to all of us. And then like a third guy comes in no. and we're like, and it's like a young dorky guy. And so like, we need to test this. <laughs> right. So another girl goes up and sits down next to him. And the guy says, it's going. Oh <laughs> my God. Something of this, it's like of this combination. Yeah. Yeah. Of of lines. The vague lethargic answer. Yes. And so this is what happened. So the pickup it was his class. Oh my god. <laughs> it was his students. <laughs> this guy so, actually got <laughs> people to pay him. Oh to for pick this advice. Oh. <laughs> and he brought them to their strip club <laughs> as their final exam. <laughs> <laughs> their final exam oh, wow so he was oh sorry go ahead <laughs> um 
so this is what happened. Okay. And so I'm not a slut shamer. Sure. Good. But um, we were all very angry yeah. at this one girl. Mm. Um, so there's this girl. She's um, very, like, new agey, very free spirit, like, ha- like knows every position in the Kama Sutra. Yeah. You know, like, she, like, has... Real like you know like really like if you need like weird sex tips not like normal sex tips but like 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 the black market of sex <laughs> tips sure, yeah. she's like who you go to <laughs> yeah. and stuff um, <laughs> so um, so she um, and this other girl who, the other girl used to work there um, okay. and then she ended up like moving on and doing something else but they mm. are best friends roommates. And also, like, lovers, like, sure. menage, like, they'll share boyfriends yeah. and stuff, or, okay. like, um, they're very, like, menage a trois. So I don't know, yeah. I, I don't know if they're lovers, I don't know, like, I'm... They're like, very close. Yes, very, 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 very close, <laughs> very close. And um, so, this girl, I'm going to call her Sally. Mm. So, Sally with the blacklist, like, the, the black market executives. Yep. Black market Sally. She... Got really fucked up. Yeah. And started hanging out with the pickup artist guy. Oh, no. <laughs> and she took him home. Oh, boy. After he used the lines, <laughs> it's going. <laughs> no. And this guy got a threesome with two strippers <laughs> oh. <laughs> using his pickup artist lines. God damn it. Yeah, and you were... <laughs> that's insane. So, like, he's like, oh, I figured it out and stuff. And so he started teaching his class, oh. like, based on... Because like, it's like... <laughs> that was... Yeah, they basically rewarded him for being a complete idiot. Yeah, I know. And so he, so he, like, okay, well, if I got a threesome with two strippers, I am officially a pickup artist I can sell now. this. Yeah, yes. my methods. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe that. I'm, well, I'm glad that... Oh. Yeah, and so, um, but I will not ask let shame her. I didn't say anything to her. But sure. Other girls were all very, like, giving her a lot of shit. Right, for just for, like, rewarding his stupid ways. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, come yeah. on, not him. I know, exactly. Yeah, it's like validating this mm. dumb... So that's probably why he's there all the time. He's taking his, like, next batch of students to, <laughs> to learn the ways at the strip club. Oh, my think, God. I don't think it worked out for any of them. I wouldn't stuff, think so. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, what do they call it? Is it like negging or something? I think that's like the pickup artist term when you like are purposely a dick. And the idea is that like, you know, you don't show interest in the person. So then they're more inclined to want your interest. Um. And it's like, yeah, that doesn't. I mean, maybe it works for some. It but. works on horses. <laughs> I think. So, I mean. Really? I, yeah. <laughs> do tell. Uh, I don't know. I think like just with horses and stuff, if you like, you have to like look if a horse is here yeah and if you look over here then the horse will want to be will be more drawn to you than if you oh, like yeah. i didn't know that yeah well i know it's it like, works well, for horses yeah well, I, I just think that like it works on horses so it has to work on some people i mean okay. apparently yeah apparently it worked on the the two friends of oh, oh wow Wow. So, I mean, that's so. So, how long have you been you've been dancing for a number of years now, right? Yes. Okay. So, what um, what what is something that like people may not know about that world? And I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot. I don't know um, if there's a something. Lot, I think um, I don't think that they realize. Um, well, I actually I th- the laws are changing at least in California, and st- dancers are going to get start getting paid hourly mm. and stuff. But um, 
I, you know, I don't think people realize going into a club that we make money based on tips and based on dances and stuff. And mm. so a lot of people will go there just to watch the stage and not tip anything. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of people will go to clubs to just to talk and they just all they want to do is talk. And so they'll take up as much time of your time as they can, which is like, I mean, meeting a stranger and talking to a stranger and putting in that energy of just talking to somebody, Mm. um, you know, is, is effort, you know? And I think that a lot of people will just like take your time and have a conversation with you. And then if you ask for to be tipped for or compensated for the time that you're spending with them, they'll think you're ridiculous or they'll um, get upset. They don't realize you're on the clock. Like this is your job. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I don't, um, I guess there is a lot of like shaming, like strippers are lazy or um, they get easy money. They get, you know, money thrown at them for not doing anything and stuff. But um, you do go through a lot. It is sales. You are talking to people. You are trying to, you know, uh, make a, you know, a relationship of some kind happen. Yeah. And um, and. I guess, uh, you know, and also like, I think that like, oh, you're using, you know, these guys for money. Like, I mean, I've, I've had a very uh, close relationship with one of my clients Mm. and, um, it wasn't, it was platonic, but I mean, I, I really cared about this person, Yeah, you know? And so, I mean, it's not like I have no feeling for, for people just because I, I do this or just because, and this person supported me for, you know, and was my main source of income for, I think over like a year and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's like, and, and he and I, um, you know, had a, had a, a a relationship of some kind and, um, there are, you know, women, I I know a girl like her, she, you know, married one of her clients. Oh, really? Yeah. They got a divorce, but But she she, like fell in love with one of her clients and married him, you know, and they had a kid together and stuff. So, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's, it is like, there's, um, a guy who's like a regular at like the strip club and also a lot of other strip clubs and stuff. And he like, and, uh, he like had Thanksgiving giving dinner with one of the dancers at her place and stuff, you know? And it's wow. like, yeah. And he's yeah. like one of her clients. I wouldn't, I was kind of like, Oh, well, you're going to bring that guy around your kids. Really? <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, at the same time, like you kind of look like, Oh, like people like this is a family for some people. This is, you know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how long generally, how long do you think like a career lasts in that? Like how long do people stick around? I mean, I think some women make it last until their forties, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, I think that <clears throat> I, um, I mean, it's always just kind of been like something I could do to support myself. And, um, and many times it was, um, it was one of those things where there's a, there's a club in Los Angeles where it's like you, um, just have to pay like a house fee to, to just to work and mm. stuff. So it's like I had was down to like my last $25. And so I, I'm going to give this $25 to the club just so I can make a hundred dollars. And then right. I ended up not making anything and I lost Ooh. $20 just trying to work and stuff and being oh, left wow. with only $5 and stuff. And it's like, I was literally, I mean, <sighs> sometimes I would dance literally working just to eat food, you know, just to eat. Yeah. And it's like, um, and it's happened, you know, and it's, um, I mean, Los Angeles or any, any place where you're, you know, you're, you don't have, you know, a safety net or a support system. I mean, like clubs and, and dancing can be a real asset, I think. Well, sure. And I mean, I think if you've got the, the confidence and the ability to do it, I mean, it sure as hell beats, you know, like when I've been in a pick a, a pinch, <laughs> certainly no one's paying me for dances. The confidence or the low self-esteem to do it. <laughs> Maybe a combination. Fine line. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, certainly that wouldn't be an option. Like, I, I, I was doing Postmates, delivering food for people. Yeah. It was fucking miserable. Right. So it's like, if you have that option, um, you know, I mean, I get it. That makes yeah. sense. Um, <clears throat> yeah. What I mean, is it, do you think it is kind of a combination of, like, confidence and esteem stuff? Like, I don't know. I feel like 
I mean, I know there's the cliches of, you know, every movie and stuff. It's always like the strippers are generally not portrayed in a positive light, I yeah. would say. But um, do you do you see a lot of people who, you know, do, quote unquote, have their life together and do enjoy, you know, I don't know. I'm just trying to get a sense of, of the backgrounds of a lot of uh, the people you work with. Um, you know, some of them are in school. Like, yeah. um, I work with a girl who, um, is, you know, is extremely ambitious and she um, is in business school and she... Um, is very smart and very intelligent and um and she's you know making her life happen for herself and um because you know she came from nothing if your family doesn't have money to you know um it's it's you know you really have to think about um money is like a video game and once you know those points are up it's like you're dead right game uh, over (laughs) yeah exactly and um i um it's independence for a lot of women. And I think a lot of women make those kind of sacrifices knowing what it's about. And, um, I, yeah, I guess that's kind of, I wish I could think of say something more coherent. No, I mean, that's, but I mean, the thing is, is that, I mean, it's not, um, uh, you do go through a lot emotionally. You do go through a lot. You could have guys, um, saying horrible things to you. Mm. Um, you know, because I mean, uh, one in I think every four guys that goes into a strip club is there to be abusive. Mm. Um, he wants to be, you know, a jerk. He wants to waste your time. He wants to, um, you know, get you alone and try and, you know, get you to do things you don't want to do. Um, and, uh, it's hard sometimes that, you know, the, you don't think that the bouncers are looking out for you and stuff and, uh, or, uh, the managers aren't, but we need to keep this funny. I, 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 <laughs> no, I, that's okay. I, I, I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. Goofy or interesting client you've had or like the, um, Yes. Yeah. Um, he's <clears throat> a very successful stunt double. Really? Yes. Um, so he, well, I mean, I think he's sort of bitter because he's a failed actor. Okay. He didn't, he didn't succeed at acting, um, but he's, you know, very athletically fit. And he, he works and he's very successful being a, a stunt double. And uh, so he's, uh, he, he, one night he came in dressed as Indiana Jones <laughs> Okay. and he was super fucked up yeah. just already. Cause, um, and you know, and so he had this whole thing. He's just like, guess what? I just got cast as the new Indiana Jones and in the new Indiana Jones movie. And it's like, cool. <laughs> That's so exciting. <laughs> like, that's great (laughs) you know like you just have to you know go along with the fantasy right i mean you get bored that's the thing you can get so bored it's it can actually be very tedious Mm -hmm. and um because it's just like these guys i mean they don't know what they're saying they don't know they're being like boring idiots you know it's just like they're not saying anything that's interesting and stuff but i don't um yeah i guess um I don't know. It's just hustling. You just have to hustle. For sure. Um, well, obviously, you're you're much more than just um, a stripper uh, or dancer. Right. Um, you have a podcast that you've been doing for a couple months now. Yeah. Uh, called the Manic Pixie Dream Podcast. So um, why don't you like tell people about it and what you know what uh, motivated you to start doing it? Um, okay. So basically, I. Um, have a unique vision. I guess everybody does. Mm-hmm. Um, and just going, um, uh, when the me too movement happened, <clears throat> I, um, I felt really affected by it. 
um, I think most women did. I think a lot of men did, and everyone was kind of experiencing this, um, you know, a lot of emotions from right. the, 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 you know, their people's heroes, people's favorite actors, people's favorite singers, people's, you know, favorite um, production heads ha- were, you know, turned out to be rapists. Right. And um, and then many people turned out not to be rapists, but were being held to that um, to that level. Um, and everything just seemed really crazy. And it's like, I just, and when everything started seeming really crazy, more and more of what I was thinking and feeling seemed to make more sense. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> I, um, and then also I, um, <clears throat> I, I think that feminism should serve all women. Mm-hmm. And it seems that feminism, the doors you know, it's closing the doors on a lot of women, including, including strippers. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, criticize anybody's art, but I mean, you hear so many jokes about prostitutes and strippers from upper middle class women you right. know, who are, you know, actresses and comedians and stuff. Um, and it's, you know, women. So I think that it's important to, um, get to a place where it's like, how about we protect women at the bottom? Right. Let's protect women, you know, that are, um, you know, don't have protection. Right. And then once those women are protected, the women that already do have protection will have it. So will still have it so much better mm-hmm. than the women who are at the bottom. Yeah. And, um, and so I guess I, um, advocating for, you know, victims, actual victims. And, um, you know, and I, I think is a real, um, important thing that, you know, the me too movement kind of got lost on. And, Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah, you have a different guest on every week. Yeah, I think it's led to some really interesting conversations with people about these very issues. So, um, yeah, if people want to find it, you can just search Manic Pixie Dream Podcast on uh, on Apple Podcasts or iTunes and then watch it on YouTube. But to finish out the, the story, um, mm-hmm. it's actually not done yet. Oh, really? No. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So... Yeah, so I'm... Let me finish off this. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't evening. even realize. Um, so... Oh, yeah, like a lot happened that night. Oh, God. Okay. Um, this is the Banshee night? Yes. Okay. And then All the right. pickup artist night. Right. And then so, um, so basically, well, I mean, the whole night ended. There was this girl there who's like the Russian network, like this Ukrainian chick, you know, and she like only speaks to like the other, you know, Russian network girls and mm. stuff. And she and I will say hi and good night to each other and stuff, but really don't inter- interact other than that, you sure. know, and don't really yeah. talk other than that. And she and I, like, weirdly like connected that night okay and we just told like at the end of the night she and i were just like talking and just and had we just shared our live stories oh and and so this um but i'll i mean i don't know it's just that that's how i'm gonna start at the end and then go back sure yeah um and so she had like this crazy story where she um she moved here and she was a virgin okay and she started stripping and Mm. that was like because you know and um, and so she worked for three years stripping as a virgin. Wow. Yeah. And then um, but then this guy came in and just fell in love with her. Mm-hmm. And he's also like I, I think like Russian Russian guy. And um, and so and fell in love with her. And he just like I want to be with you, and we need to be together and stuff. And she was just like, No, I can't, I can't. And then like he like showed up at the club, kept showing up at the club, telling her how in love with you with her he was and stuff. And then um and then like he followed her home and then like and then showed up 
and then she ended up ha- like losing her virginity to him. Really? And then like having sex with him and then they like got married and stuff and then he they ended up getting a divorce and he moved back to Russia or something. Oh. <laughs> and so, so she had like this amazing love story about this guy. Wow. Like yeah, and it was just I mean in like a weird I mean I don't know and so that's like kind of weird or something like that. But she just had like this incredible story of yeah. just like how the, the, this guy that fell in love with her. And um so that was and then like she and I haven't talked since. <laughs> it was just one <laughs> yeah, night. I know where she and I just like just kind of like just sort of like we just sort of started flowing and like yeah. a, like we just had a vibe together, yeah. me and this girl. And, um, <laughs> but so basically there was this feud happening. There was tension happening between Mary and Katrina. OK. And so Katrina, I'm not sure what exactly happened, but Mary and her friends had Katrina's car and decided to do Katrina a favor and crash her car for insurance money. <laughs> and okay. yeah. And so, um, <laughs> it was a great scheme. I know. I, I, I thought it made sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, 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 um, for some reason, uh, an unexplicable reason, um, it didn't work out. The Banshee. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so Mary and, um, and Catal- and uh, Katrina were having like this fight. There was a lot of tension between them. Kat- Katrina was really pissed at Mary for you know doing that and stuff. And now she's like doesn't have a car. Right. And, like, and she's dealing with all this stuff. But they're like, there was this girl who, like months before. So Mary and Katrina were like had like this solid bond mm-hmm. because there was this girl who attacked Mary, just like went after her and stuff. And then Katrina. You know, defended her, right? And had stuff. her back, and yeah. Yeah, really. Um, and I, I mean, breaking up a fight. I've, I've had to help in breaking up a fight once, where really? it's just like you just grab somebody and like pull back on them yeah. and stuff. And that was just like, that was years ago and yeah. stuff. So I, I never want to do that ever again. And I just so like whenever like a flight, there's tension between like girls and that sort of thing. Like I just, you know, immediately remove myself from it and mm-hmm. stuff, no matter what's going on. Um, just don't want to be around right. it. Yeah. And uh, but. And unfortunately, I mean, you are dealing with people who have like anger issues and mental illness and stuff when you work at, you know, a strip club. Right. And, and you know, so you have to, you know, be patient with people going mm-hmm. through that kind of thing. Um, they, but so there was tension happening. And so, like, we're all, I, God, what happened? They, Katrina went back with a guy. Okay. That, and then Mary went over. And was just and, and broke into the VIP area that Katrina was in, and she was like, "Don't let her fuck you. She has STDs oh, God. and stuff." And it's just like I, at this point, I'm just like, "Okay, Mary is a t- horrible friend." Yeah, you know, and um, and <laughs> I mean, Katrina is like a serious sociopath, but I mean, but Mary <laughs> is like a is is just a, a really bad friend, even to a sociopath. So they're quite a team. So, yeah, yeah, and so like. It was like so there's like this screaming happening just like don't fuck her she'll give you aids just like it was oh just God. like a scream like throughout <laughs> the club and it was just oh and then so anyway so mary um was like didn't think she was gonna get fired at that point and yeah. so she was like you need to fire her it's her me and stuff and it was like she was already let go like they were already oh, really? like trying like they were already getting her stuff together Ooh. and stuff and then she was like demanding that Katrina get fired for um I'm not sure what <laughs> and yeah and so it was just this but I liked Mary she was yeah. always really nice to me at least and um <laughs> wow 
<laughs> that that is a hell of a night. Yeah. Wow. Was anything else happen that night? I, th- I think something else did. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. I mean, this is a loaded <laughs> night. I know. I think I just. I think it was a highlight of it. It was the end of it. it was just having that conversation and just like connecting yeah. with someone and that sort of thing. Because it's like weird when you can actually like. I mean, it's such a. Su- it can be such a superficial environment. And mm-hmm. It is, and it's meant to be. That's right. like the. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, but at the same time, like there, there's been moments of just like, like, and in- incredible depth and just um, yeah. and meaning and. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's cool when you have, it's just, interactions are funny in general when you like, you share like a very uh, intimate, you know, like just opening up with somebody. And then, yeah, like you said, you've never talked to her again. <laughs> like it's just, I think we've all had people in our life, whether it's just some random night. I, I Off the top of my head, there was a night at the beach in Cannes, France. I was like talking to some girl I'd never met before and never saw again. Aww. And it was like, I was helping her with her English, but I think she already knew English. She made this <laughs> into me uh, and vice versa. But anyway, you know, we just had like this very interesting, introspective night. And then goodbye. You know, like it's just, I don't know. It's interesting, those types of conversations, yeah. you know. So, wow. Well, that, <clears throat> yeah, that's a hell of a night. Watch my podcast. You know what? Actually, I have, I have two reviews on the Michael episode. Oh, really? Yeah. They're both negative. And they're <laughs> like, and one is from a liberal. Yeah. And then one is from a conservative. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they both hate it. <laughs> so not gonna make the internet happy I know, so it's just, I mean I don't know like who this sh- my podcast is for <laughs> exactly I don't know who my audience is um, but I hope I find them and they find me yes. <laughs> and, um, um, but basically it's just it's uh, it's topics about I mean it's I'm, it's meant to be honest and it's meant to be real it's like you can have quirks and issues and problems and still be a decent person with um Thoughts and feelings. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so yeah, check out the Manic Pixie Dream podcast. Uh, there'll be a link in the description for the YouTube and uh, audio version of the show, as well as the Instagram page for the show, which I believe is Manic Pixie Dream Podcast. It is. Okay. So yeah, no confusion there. Manic Pixie Dream Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this was... This was a lot of fun. I laughed a lot. Really? And uh, I think it's a world that a lot of people may not know about. So, yes. A little educational, too. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Of course. (laughs) That was the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again to Caroline for coming over and talking about uh, some crazy stuff. I definitely laughed a lot, and that's always the sign of a good day. If you enjoyed it, give us that five stars on iTunes. Greatly appreciated. Again, Caroline's podcast is the Manic Pixie Dream podcast, and you can find that on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or YouTube. You can watch the show. And uh, to follow her on social media, it's Caroline underscore Lydia underscore Rose or at Manic Pixie Dream podcast. That's all I've got for this week. I hope you have a great rest of the week. And until next Wednesday, keep laughing. Keep laughing.